This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gates Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you Welcome, welcome all. What's going on, everybody in the place to be? You're listening to Strange Brew. Salutations, salutations, greetings. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the strangest podcast out there. I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka. Tomcat. All right, that's just, who else do I <laughs> Tom have? Tomcat, aka the Cat Tom Thompson, <laughs> folks. Yeah, he I, is in fact actually several cats in a human costume. When, <laughs> for all of our listeners out there that can't see it here on the live. When we were, uh, when I was working at one restaurant, uh, my, my chef just said, uh, you know, when you'd sign off on certain things, like just put a cat paw. Or he was like, you know, when uh, he would, uh, when I was like prepping down in the basement before like the dinner rush, he'd be like, wow, wow. And like, like he would round, like pretty much fucking meow at me to get me to come upstairs. And I was like, "Wow, thanks, Chris. You're a great chef." <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like a great chef. I know. And of course, uh, you know, Reverend Kaiju here with y'all. He's a reverend. What's happening, people? Everybody's yeah, a reverend now. In many different religions, I actually am. Everyone can be a reverend now. I got yeah, ordained. Ordained by a minister. He sucked on my penis. <laughs> That's a fringe benefit. I didn't get that with my my sign on package. But so okay. I got some vodka water because why not? And I'm drinking it out of the cups that Billy got me. Billy got me a bunch of Friday Thirteenth cups for like Christmas, oh. like a year or two ago. And I'm drinking. I never use them, so I'm gonna use them. <laughs> They're just like you know those like ceramic cups. It's got yeah, like Jason cool. on them. It's got like one, a bunch of them have different Jasons on them. Like Jason was like Killer Jason. No, no, no. It's like him standing there. I picked the hockey mask one. But uh, just, I'm afraid to break them because they're ceramic. Ceramic. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be an interesting one. Like I said, right, we're going to start try to do true crime and some serial killers more often than we were. Um, we're trying to hit it at least once a month or um, if it, you know, whenever it uh, fancies us and whenever you feel um, our balls getting a nice tickle for a serial killer, we're going to get into it. And I, like I said... I want to do it where we kind of go back in time and we start in the 50s, go on through the 60s and the 70s. So we got another serial killer that's starting in the 50s and creeps up to the 60s. And uh, he's a fun one, that's for sure. He's, he's a fun guy. Well, no, he ends in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, so he's straight 50s, bro. Straight 50s, because you'd be surprised how many serial killers there are in the 50s, in the 60s, and overall. There's many men who like to kill, some women too. We will get into uh, some women serial killers soon. It will come. Don't worry, ladies. We're coming for your ass. Uh, Tom's coming on your ass. Yeah, don't, uh, don't take that in the wrong way or we're going to get canceled. <laughs> That's what's going to get yeah, us canceled, yeah. <laughs> but toxic women run the world, so it's okay. 
<laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. So- also, I know it's just it's probably just me, but this dude kind of looks like a really ugly version of Dominic Montague, the guy Who that the played uh, Pippin. Do- oh, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. I could see it. He did. I could see it. So like he could totally play him if they ever make a uh, a Harvey Glattman film. He's he yeah. needs to play him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that hundred percent. He uh, he does some interesting roles too. I never knew his name. Is it Montague? Is his name Montague? Yeah, it's I fancy. believe so. Yeah, that's a fancy, fancy name. So I actually have some uh, a new weed tip. I got some. I was gonna smoke a joint, but I thought uh, Chelsea would come back and yell at me for smoking in the house. Uh, so we, she doesn't care about the pens, but, uh, smoking a joint does stink up the house a little too much. So she, we got people stopping by and shit. You never know. Yo, those pre-rolls looked really tasty. Oh man. I'm getting like really into pre-rolls, dude. It's simple. It's easy. And, um, I usually am a sativa guy, but I went for, it's called cherry bomb and it's an indica and it's, it's about, uh, I think it's a uh, 3.8 in each joint or something like that. Okay. And, um, it 3.8 get, grams. In oh each? no, no, no. I mean, um, uh, 0.38 or something like that. It's like, it's almost okay. half a gram, but not really. Like it's just, it's just enough. And it's getting me like the perfect high. It is like nice. perfect. Like I can't describe it. It's like just, just enough. The joint is just big enough. I like it has a big, long filter. So you just toss it out after. <laughs> Tom likes big, long. Big, long filter. But man, I'm getting addicted to those. I even said Chelsea. I was like, I might just, uh, you know, have the pen in case. You know, I love my bongs because I definitely want that uh, Jack the Ripper bong. Uh, that I was mentioning to you when we were streaming some games. It's, uh, it's Oh, a, yeah, you never sent me an image of that either. Oh, I got to send you an image of that. It's, it's, uh, it's a mm-hmm. pumpkin bong. It's literally a jack-o'-lantern bong, and it looks fucking sick. I just want it for my collection. But man, That's why it's called... Okay, so I was super confused. I was like, they made a... <laughs> just a jack the Ripper. Like, I'm picturing, you know, like the old ceramic Reaper yes. bongs? Yes, But fucking Saucy Jack on it instead. <laughs> it's like, I know. That's why I was like, I thought the name was clever because it's Jack-O-Lantern and you're getting ripped from it. And but, you're, yeah, 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 I get it. You know, you're taking rips out of Jack. So yeah, Jack it's a Ripper, smaller no. style bong, but man, does it look fucking cool. And we, uh, Anton, I'm talking about the stream. This is the site that he used to get his grandpa uh, uh, pipe, his, his old school pipe style, which I'm going to get. It's a battery for his uh, weed vape. And Speaking of, if anybody, uh, if you guys do buy shit off of Hemper, hit me up. I have an affiliate code. They don't sponsor this, but they sponsor me. So yes, Hemper is what I was looking at, and they have like the most. They have some dope bongs. They have ones that look like a popcorn. It looks like a popcorn. Uh, uh, what is that? I want that one. Popcorn bowl or whatever. Like a yeah. Cardboard. I don't know what you would call. What do you call that? No, no, the the, the, the old red and white striped popcorn box, box with yeah. the fucking. It's yeah. got a straw I want to get that for when it. we start doing the movie reviews. I want to smoke out of that when we're doing those. Yes. When we do Unreal Reviews, I definitely want to look at getting that. Maybe I'll get that before the Jack the Ripper bomb because I'll wait till Halloween for that. But I just want to mention because there's a, you know, because we are a stoner podcast, our logo is literally us inside of a bong now. So uh, I want to mention the sometimes immortal, what we're getting <laughs> the into. The immortal words of the prophet Nate Dog: Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. Exactly. So this one I got is called uh, Tropic GSC, and it's a high-grade sativa. It's uh, Let's try it out. Banana Fuego. Pretty good. Light flavored. Very, very earthy. Very earthy. Um, you can taste, uh, it's a little, uh, little fruity. A little fruity. Uh, but it's pretty good. So we're going to start, uh, you know, just talking about some of the weed we smoke. Why not? <laughs> Live resin, get that delicious weedy taste in your mouth. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so because uh, maybe one day. <laughs> you didn't catch that? No, what? 
Oh, that was never mind. I'll okay. tell you. I'll tell you off stream. So uh, yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully one day we will get a sponsor uh, from some weed company because uh, it uh, it would be a good idea to reach thousands of people through our podcast, and you have the ability if you sponsor us. So let's uh, get it going. So in the late 1950s, a horrifying serial killer preyed on young aspiring starlets of <coughs> Hollywood, taking twist, uh, the twisted glamour shots of his victims before sexually assaulting them and murdering them. These horrifying killings were the work of Harvey Glattman. And this is Harvey Glattman. Looks like a creepy guy. He's got I big old like ears. I'm trying to think of, of what voice to do for this dude. You could definitely hear if you whisper. <laughs> hmm. I'm Harvey. I'm, I'm Harvey Glattman, and I like to yeah, suck like, women. Is it too high or is it too low? It's like I know. Yeah, I'm Harvey Glattman. I think that's giving him too much. Yes. Hey, hey, you girls want me to take a picture of you? I'm gonna get with him. I could see that. But he's from Denver, so he doesn't really have an accent because no. Colorado people don't really have an accent. They don't. No. I'm Harvey Glattman. You want me to take a fucking photo of you and I'll open up your vagina with this hammer? How about that? You ever had your photos taken, uh, <laughs> you know, while, while you was in indisposed? <laughs> I'm Harvey Glattman. I can do that for you. That's, yeah, that's, that, uh, I can see that. So he was dubbed the Glamour Girl Slayer. I'll take really pretty pictures. I had to add that in. You are shot. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that RuPaul that fucking made that song? I don't know. I don't know, but I know what. <laughs> no, the only reason I know that song, you know why I know that song? Because the fucking Lizzie McGuire movie, one of my favorite films, and I was 10 years old. I was obsessed with Hilary Duff. I wanted to eat her vagina. I liked her a lot. And um, yeah, I used to love the Lizzie McGuire movie when I was like 10. But yep. getting back to the Glamour Girl Slayer. <laughs> so it's a Glamour Girl Slayer, um, you know, that takes advantage of chicks that were wannabe cover girls. That's why I use that song and end up, uh, you know, murdering them. So from Life was, in fact, neither easy nor breezy. No, easy breezy cover girl. From an early age, long before he earned his nickname Harvey Glattman, um, before he earned his nickname of the Glamour Girl Slayer, Harvey Gladman expressed certain sadomasochist sexual tendencies. Growing up in Denver, Colorado, in the 1930s and 40s, Gladman's parents quickly became aware of their child's unusual tendencies. He was a, he was a special boy, they say. Yeah, he had a quote later on in life where he said it, it seems like he always had a piece of rope in his hand when he was a child. Oh, yes. He, said he was fascinated by it. We will get there. But uh, as a kid... His nickname was uh, Weasel and Chipmunk. Because of the buck teeth. Yeah, and, he had buck uh, teeth. big old ears, which he does have some flappy ears, but none of them called him Rat Boy. I know. Because he definitely looks like a rat boy, especially from that, that one angle. Yeah, he does look like a rat. He looks like he would rat on you for stealing soap and try to sell it as crack. <laughs> oh, no, no, this one. Hang on. I'll, uh, I'll pull it up. He kind of looks like the serial killer version. Um, kind of. Like a rat boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like a serial killer version of Rick Moranis. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, man, young Rick Moranis could also play this dude. Yeah, I know. Rick Moranis but. is inside of his home now, hiding away from everybody. Good. 
Don't say that. I love Rick Moranis. He inspired this Moranis. podcast. I'm saying for the benefit of Rick Moranis, I love him too. I'm saying he should stay away from everybody because everyone's awful. Yeah, because they're just going to punch him in the face for no reason. Oh, dude, fuck that person. I know, so, so true. So his mother, for example, once discovered the young Glattman choking himself with a noose and sexually gratifying himself. Choking himself with a noose for sexual gratification. At the age of only fucking 12. He was only 12 years old when he got into hold uh, spank and choke. The old uh, autoerotic asphyxiation, the David Carradine special? Yes, the old spank and choke, they say. So, yeah, and he, uh, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty far back for this fetish, too. I'm sure it's existed for a very long time, but I always just think of world's best dad, right? World's greatest dad. That's a great Bobcat Goldwaith movie, yeah. It's sad and really fucked up. But if you it's haven't seen, it, yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch uh, World's Greatest Dad. It is depressing as fuck. It's it's not as depressing as Tom's making it out to be. It is a dark comedy. If you're yeah. a fan of anything Bobcat Goldwaith has ever directed, you know, like God Bless America, Shakes the Clown, shit like that. Watch it. It's it's funny. It's fucked up. Uh, and Robin Williams is in it. Isn't Bobcat so Goldwaith the kids. guy that like talks like ah, da, da, like he, 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 yes? But just like Gilbert Godfrey, that is in fact a bit and not his real voice. He, I listen to him all the time when I'm driving to work on that comedy station I listen to. So I don't go insane when I'm driving to work. And yeah, he's got a... Uh, it's, uh, it's just like an interesting voice. He obviously is playing a character, but can you do an impression of him? Oh, yeah, I used to be able to... All right, hang on. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's kind of like this, but a little bit more, you know, uh, just a, a little more unsure than this. But <laughs> hi, I'm Bobcat Goldwaith, and I'm here to tell you some jokes today. <laughs> That's close. It is close. Thank you. That was, that is kind of, he like, his voice carries in like sound, like he goes in like different octaves of his voice It's, it's all in the and time. out, yeah. So it's, that's why I'm saying it's a character that he plays and I, I'm sure. not that practiced and I'm very stoned right now, so. So he, he, you know, he did the whole spank and choke and at the age of fucking 12 was doing this. And I just, you wonder what, um. Where he saw this, I get nowadays where it's on the internet. You can see it's it's sometimes in movies or shows and stuff like that. The whole idea, like I've said, I I knew a chick. I've said this story right that killed herself, um, supposedly attempting to get high, and her mom found her in the mm-hmm. closet because she would do it with friends and tempted to do it by herself to get high. And she was like literally like twelve or thirteen, and she ended up killing herself. By accident. I That's get, right, kids. If you're 12 yeah. or 13, remember, just smoke weed like everyone else. Exactly. Or, uh, you know, print off dozens of pictures of Hillary Duff and the Olsen twins. That's super normal. <laughs> so, uh, but the, this idea, right, that the internet, you know, even during the early 2000s, it still existed. People could see, like, weird things like this in Sadomasochist-style things in magazines um, and stuff along those lines. But in the, in the 40s... 50s, I get it was just coming to the light, like the pornographic images and, and uh, you know, pinup girls was a big thing and, and all that type of stuff. was still illegal in most places. Yes, it was. At that time. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, until like the 60s or 70s when, you know, John Holmes stuck his cock at everyone's ass. Uh, but Call back to our John Holmes episode. Exactly, which has gotten a lot of attention. Uh, but this this idea, right, like it, it is weird to think that he, where did he get this image of? Where did he find out where to do this? Who told him to was a friend on the schoolyard was like, you know, I heard my daddy talk about how he choked himself and he said I feel real good when he touched his pecker. 
And then it- <laughs> sure could be that, or if he actually was obsessed with rope and stuff like that when he was a kid. I'm sure it's a normal thing that a kid is gonna like be like, oh, I put this up here, and then like, oh, I put it on my neck, and then like, oh, that's a weird sensation, and it's just a gradual. And then he touches his dick while you're you doing know. it for some weird reason. Well, yeah, you hit that that puberty age, and if it's something that you've been doing just because it feels good before, then you're gonna incorporate it into something else that you I discovered guess that feels good. Me and Billy both admitted to uh, jerking off to the Sears catalog, so and <laughs> so I I get it. Any and literally any little thing would turn you on. You would see like you know you go to Home Sense or some home decor place, and you just see a statue of a woman with, that kind of had boobs, and you're like, all right, that's why I love. I used to love till she became a uh, um, a politically woke asshole. Uh, fucking quotations but jeff ranston friends man watching that when i was young and seeing those nipples poke out really got me <laughs> today on today's episode things tom loved to jerk off to when he was a teenager uh how weird is i've said this before but madonna madonna was the first image i ever came to and i was like i don't know 11 and it just slowly it when it was when the internet was still slowing on dial up and it just slowly came down the image where it was like oh a nipple Oh, belly button. Oh, it's a hairy vagina. <laughs> yeah, so weird. I'm a weird guy. Uh, so it's it it seems like I always had a piece of how okay, I would do this uh voice. It seems like I always had a piece of rope in my hands when I was a kid. Gladman would later tell officers, I guess I was just kind of fascinated by the rope. I don't know what he sounds like. That's my guess. I don't, I don't, I've never. I haven't. I didn't see anything to have interviews because I think it was too far back. They would have transcribed it a lot of times. Fifty nine is when he was executed, yeah. and I. I don't think that he. Uh, yeah, I don't think there were any audio recordings. I don't think no. he did any actual audio interviews because he waived his right to trial. He wasn't really about the publicity. No. Uh, in a couple of the docs that I was watching, they said that he was um, almost relieved. When he got the death penalty, just like, yeah, that's that's fine. And I don't want my appeal. It's just Yeah, I heard that, me. too, that he was just like, all right, fuck it. And they're like, did you know that you pled guilty? Did, did you know that? Because, you know, we think that's kind of weird because we'll get into it. But he has some issues. Uh, so Harvey took a job. Also, at, what? There are way too many YouTube true crime videos that are like, I'm going to talk like this. And I'm not going to put any cadence into things I say. I'm going to pause at weird places and sound very, you know, monotone. 100%. There's too many of them, and they're all ridiculous. That's why you can just listen to a podcast instead like ours and just get the gist of the story rather than have somebody speak like this. So, Harvey Gladman choked her to death. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's stupid. Are you poking me or something? I am poking you, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and there's so many, yeah, just all the ridiculous true crime ducks. Or it's like the dudes on YouTube that are like, one night on this day, this woman got murdered. How she got murdered? Click on my other video and subscribe to my channel to find out. And it's just like, and they always do the same stupid voice. And I've made fun of it on one of my videos before. Because it is, and there's people in the comments be like, why do you speak like this every time you tell a story? <laughs> I don't understand. Because they all want to have that investigative murder documentary voice. You don't need it all the time. It's like, one day this lady got murdered by a knife and it was so bloody. You just make it really annoying and people will appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but you also don't want someone to be like, what's up everybody, check this out, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. This person got their fucking head cut <laughs> off. I would rather do that. I'm way start doing too my, happy about this. I'm going to start doing my TikTok videos like that. 
Okay, today oh on God, Strange don't. Brew, we're talking about a chick that took a fucking spray can up the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Harvey took this a- dude had his balls smashed with a fucking log. <laughs> yeah. Tune into Strange Brew to hear more. Uh, I'm actually gonna do one of those. I swear to God, I will. Do it. I'm gonna you won't do scared. it. Maybe for this one, I will <laughs> just for the just for also, the. Also, Tom, are you gonna send me that case of? Oh yeah. Is that actually a beer? Yes, that's what it's called. The whatever the Hits FM thing was, they named the beer. Oh yeah. Where can I find it at LCBO? Yep, LCBOs are going to have them. I'm going to go to the crash register, and I'm going to ask the lady, like, I heard that there is a beer called, oh, yeah, can I get a yeah. case? Dude, that's what we were joking about. <laughs> we're like, man, every bartender in yeah. Ontario is going to be like, if you order that one more fucking time, I'm going to come over this counter <laughs> and murder you. That's I've heard true. it 300 times tonight. The beer sucks, okay? It's not even a good beer. You guys just keep ordering because you got to say, oh, yeah, when you get to the fucking counter. <laughs> Harvey took a job as a delivery boy, which meant he knew where specific people lived. Like, say, like BTK. lone women, where eventually he would break into their homes, who lived alone, um, and uh, they were, who lived alone. When they were not there, he would steal small items, trinkets, panties, stockings, and even a gun from one house. So you just kind of creep around. Uh, another uh, serial killer. Um, before his time, but uh, makes as a little reminiscent, just a little bit of good old Richie boy and BTK for sure. Oh, the BTK, I think a little more so in the yeah. delivery job because Richie didn't have a job. Richie <laughs> just loved shooting up cocaine and fucking robbing motherfuckers. That's true. He did love that. He enjoyed that very much. And ACDC. Oh, just, he loved ACDC. He fucking loved ACDC. He would jack off in gang, uh, fucking Angus Young shorts. Yeah, he uh, he called it shooting to thrill. Yeah. Uh, and he and as he was murdering someone, he would sing big giant balls, whatever that song is called. Big great. No, wasn't he into like the Prowler or whatever the fuck that that? Yeah, I don't know ACDC. I just know that it's you know it's shit. Played played <laughs> the fuck out. Yes, uh, it did get worse as the time went on, and he would stalk women, break into their apartments. This time when they were home. So, and he would start doing, uh, we'll get into it, but uh, he would do some weird shit, too. Uh, when Gladman was 18 and still in high school, he was arrested after he tied up one of his classmates at gunpoint and molested her. So, he was very, very young when he really started to get into this, seems like it. Especially jerking off, choking yourself at 12 is probably not going to lead to a good road. So if you're out there listening to this and you're 12 jerking yourself off right now with a rope tied around your neck, please turn this off and go get help. <laughs> go get help. Yeah, what, what, hap- what happened to you <laughs> that that's where your life took a turn? Like, not, not kink shaming at all, but, I mean, that it seems a little early to be... Definitely early. ...needing something other than just, you know, like, oh, the wind blew my balls the right way. I guess I'm jerking off. I know. <laughs> so he continued to rob and sexually assault women for years, and he would, like, make it some sort of, like, kind of date where it was really only for his pleasure, and he would make them, like, watch TV and shit with him. It was very strange. Uh, but, yeah, fucking weird. You see that, too, right? We'd, like, force him to sit down and, like, watch TV with him. And he likes sitcoms the most. He would chill with them and be like, let me, let me put my favorite sitcom. You want to have a laugh? <laughs> Look at this guy. He's hilarious. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> these poor women are just, you know, tied Scared up. Scared to like, death. I'm going to fucking die here. Yeah. So, uh, and he would serve small stints in prison. Uh, the women usually would not confess to what he did out of fear of embarrassment and to being obviously talked about in the courts, which will lead to the public. And, you know, we got 
Betty down the street be like, well, I heard that she had to watch TV with this guy, and she said that he raped her, but he was just trying to offer her a good laugh of a nice sitcom with John Goodman in it. I'm just joking. It wasn't around then. <laughs> but no, I was thinking the same thing, too. Uh, when doing the research, they were talking about how they're like, well, they didn't want to have this in the courts. And it's I think it's much less not wanting it to be in the courts and much more not wanting it to be in, in public, public opinion. Whereas, yeah, people are talking about it in church and then someone does that whole like, you know, maybe she threw herself at him. Like, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that happened a lot. It's always the women with those like churchy dresses on with the little hat on the back. And they have the little coin purse that they hold like this like, right against their body. It's like, yeah, the people that go Susie down the, the block. You know, she she, did, she wore her socks two days in a row. That's disgusting. Like, stuff like that. It's just like the most pettiest bullshit. The people that use church as a fucking sewing circle gossip uh, yes. arena. They're like, let's yeah. go to our book club and fucking talk about how Henry down the street likes to get down and dirty with Martha while fucking Davy's off at work. So weird. She likes the milkman. That's what, that's what reminds me back then. It's like, she's fucking the milkman. Do you know that, Susie? She's fucking the milkman. Yeah, Betty, but I don't know fucking just... And fucking gossip They're just girls. mad that the milkman ain't spraying no cream on them. Usually it is out of jealousy when they uh, speak against other women like that. So it's crazy. So, yeah, after he was arrested when he was only 18, you know, um, he did stick up a couple, uh, which what they thought was a real gun. So, he, like, at gunpoint, he said, you know, like, give me your shit. He stole the wallet of the man but, and raped the women while the guy watched. Pretty, probably pretty brutal. And he was threatening to kill them. But the gun he had... Was only a cap gun. He only had a cap gun. Was it really? Yeah, it was only a cap gun. You could have smacked it out of his hand. You would have been fine. No shit. I know. And back then, a cap gun's got to look pretty... F- Actually, back then, it looked more real than it does today. Back then, it was more or less a real gun that yeah. just didn't fire bullets. Yeah. It's like metal, because... I think it was like little cap guns. I, I used to have one. It was like made out of metal. It looked pretty real. Mm-hmm. It just looked like half the size of a real gun. Yeah, it really did, and so he fled, and obviously a fear um, that they were gonna rat they were gonna rat him out to the police, which the you know you get assaulted and 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 robbed, you probably should. So yeah, and then uh, he actually would go to attempt to uh, rape a nurse, but she did fight back hard and was able to escape. She fought back hard. This uh, this chick, uh, that's for all the women out there and uh, men. If you have no balls, uh, how you fight off it? You make as much noise as possible. Even my law teacher like told me this. You make as much noise and you make as much calamity as possible. You just rant and rave, and you scream, and you fucking, so you wiggle, you jiggle, you do whatever you gotta do, but you make as much movement and as much noise as possible until you get shot and you're dead, then it's too late. But that's what everybody says, is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do the dance. You gotta really make as much noise as possible to try to get the attention of whoever is around. Makes sense, I mean, yeah. Because if you just stay silent, what's gonna happen? You're going to end up like half of Pernar- uh, Paul Bernardo's victims. Oof. Yes, tough, tough, uh, tough crowd. That's rough. Uh, so, yeah, and then um, he went on to try to attack uh, two other women who actually went to the police, and within two days, Harvey Gladman was arrested, and his parents were informed, but they were shocked by their son's behavior. Yeah, he just, they just kept bailing him out, too. It's yeah. like every time he'd get arrested, his parents would be like, nah, I guess we'll go pay your bail. It's like after the third, I mean, I get that's your kid, and I, I get that you have to protect them, and I'm sure they, they probably thought, oh, he's just sick. He just, he needs help. It's like, but there is no help he's going to get at this time that's really going to work. It's like, if you're that concerned, commit his ass to yes. a fucking institution. 
And they're shocked. They're surprised after they caught their son when he was 12 choking himself and masturbating. Like, come on. You can't be that surprised. That's the whole, like, unless you're um, that much of an absentee parent, I've never really bought the whole, we had no idea. It's like, bullshit, you didn't have any idea. And uh, so, yeah, then he would go on to uh, uh, get sentenced to uh, five to ten years and uh, he would only serve a small part of the sentence, as was granted parole to live with his parents. Yeah, but, for know, being a model prisoner. If you feel ashamed of masturbating, all you got to do is pray to Jesus to take your arm and do it for you. <laughs> that's a, wow. That's a throwback to the St. Paddy's Day episode that's on Patreon right now. If you want to see me get wasted as fuck. Yeah, Tom... Yes. Tom went hard in the paint. I, went, I drank a whole 26er, as I said, last episode or the episode before this one, whatever it was, the two episodes ago. But, uh, yes, and uh, so if you uh, you want to see some extra content, you know where to find us, www.patreon slash strangerpodcast.com or uh, patreon.com slash strangerpodcast. You know where to find us. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting more and more people, so jump on there and uh, get some extra content. Have a little fun. It's only three bucks a month. So he was actually arrested again for assaulting more women. Uh, just over back in the day, man. It's just like a little slap on the wrist. All right, go on. Let me know it next really time does you assault, that way, yeah. assault somebody. Yeah, all the time. It seems like back then it was boys be boys. <laughs> boys be boys. They fucking rape women. Which, boys being boys is you know a certain thing for certain things where it's like oh those boys are out there slap boxing at each other and throwing yeah. shit at each other in the woods. Like ah boys will be boys, but assaulting people is not. These boys no. are all slapping their dicks together in the fucking locker room and boys be boys. <laughs> it happened in those football locker rooms. You got Johnny with the fucking 10 inch and everyone's like, Johnny, slap that around. I'm starting to feel like I made a mistake being a goth kid in school. <laughs> I know, you should have been in the fucking locker room. I clearly should have just gone for Jock and been like, oh, y'all are all gay. Cool. Yeah, literally. But then you obviously have that idea too. They're, they're all like whipping each other with towels. But then this idea where they cover up football players, you know, like, oh, you know, this guy, you know, the sexually assaulted some chick. And it's just like, boys be boys. He's got to play in the football game. If he gets arrested or he gets kicked off the team, then we're going to lose to Washington. You know. that's, I think that's much less than it is now, but yeah. I know in Texas, and especially in, like, the 70s, that was a fucking thing. Fuck yeah. They took that shit real serious. Look at Animal like, House. Oh, he accidentally hit somebody while he was out drunk driving. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to sweep this under the rug until the championship. Y'all are going to state, okay? So we're going to sweep this under the rug and make sure it don't fucking come out yeah. until maybe well after. If you lose, though, my God, we're going to nail you to the fucking wall. But we're if going you to win, state. Son, if you win, we were going to hide this body anyways, okay? Yeah. You feel me? So, uh, so when he was arrested um, for assaulting even more women, he spent time in prison. He actually spent time in the Sing Sing jail. Sing Sing mm-hmm. in the jail. You know where? Uh, you know who else went there, right? A lot of people. A lot of big names went to Sing Sing. Berkowitz was in Sing Sing, I believe. Um, Berkowitz was. Who's the Who's the big so. big mustache man that went there? Oh, Ed Kemper. No. Which one? Albert Fish went to the Sing Sing jail. That's where he was executed with all the pins oh, yeah. in his bum yeah. bum. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, Sing Sing had uh, Sing Sing had Old Sparky. That was the name of the yeah. electric chair in Sing Sing. Yeah, yeah, and that's the one that fucked up uh, um, Albert Fish. And he was like, uh, "The biggest f- whatever, f- whatever he said, the biggest pleasure will be death in itself, or whatever," because he mm-hmm. was a pure psycho. But you know what? Kids did not like that mustache ride. 
Wow. <laughs> jail, and then obviously, so in jail, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Um, so it makes a little sense. He's, he's unhinged, but who knows? He could have been bipolar, too. Uh, back well, then, schizophrenia was the diagnosis yeah. du jour at that time, yeah. too. Anyone that wasn't right was schizophrenic. Yeah, you're kind of crazy. You know what I mean? You're a, you're a woman that just didn't put the dishes away properly, and then you were <laughs> committed. <laughs> Uh, you're like my husband. Put the dishes away. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Here, here, here. Take, uh, take this jacket. It's a really nice, warm jacket. We just put your, just put your hands real closely, getting a little bear hug. Oh yeah, like you're hugging yourself. You love yourself a little bit more each day, right? And then fucking tie it tight, and now you're in a fucking straight jacket. Fuck. <laughs> Actually, this is. I'm, I'm just gonna lay down. This is kind of fine. But this is where you're it. You're uh, gonna hit me up with that Thorazine. Oh, that's, that's stuff. <laughs> This is where it starts ramping up. So in 1957, Harvey Glattman moved to Los Angeles, where he began working as a television repairman to support himself. What a day. Now you just throw your TVs in a landfill. Oh, fucking yeah, back repairman. when stuff was made to last? This, yeah, this guy, uh, he, co- he comes in your house, and you know he's got the bunny antennas, and he just like moves them a little to the left, a little to the right, and he's like, all right, give me your $3. Because he probably didn't get paid too much. <laughs> Uh, all right, so, and where his crimes would obviously quickly escalate. He would approach women posing as a photographer and uh, then act out, obviously, his murderous desires because it seemed like he started progressing like a lot of serial killers do, almost all serial killers, where it starts slow, where you just start getting your fantasy, like Dahmer, um, like Richie, like all these people. They start small, you know, he breaks into homes, and then, you know, he breaks into homes while they're there, stealing stuff, kind of giving them all kissy-kissy, making them watch TV and stuff with him. And then it just like it goes to eventually, if it goes far enough, when they don't have mental help for themselves or, or somebody trying to reach out to them, uh, in a lot of cases, they end up murdering somebody. Yeah, so he poses as a photographer. <laughs> For those listening and not watching us right now, Tom is mouthing the every single word in time to that song. Uh, yep, I just told you, I love Lizzie McGuire. Uh, his first victim was 19-year-old model Judy Ann Dull. Judy was dull. Um, wow, we're making fun of victims now. Uh, I've been doing that the whole time. She's, she's pretty. She looks like, she, I don't know, in the photo, she looks like she has a little bit of a lazy eye. She's a model. Of course she's, she's pretty. Yeah, she's a, she's a pretty She's chair. 19 years old and going through a wicked fucking custody battle. Yeah, which sucks. So she was in, uh, engaged, obviously, yeah, and she had um, a very expensive custody battle, as you said, with her ex-husband over their 14-month-old daughter. Uh, that's crazy. So you were already married and had a 14-month-year-old daughter by the time you're 19 trying to be a model. But that's all even, you know, that's Hollywood at this time. In the 1940s, women would just show up there being like, you know, I want to, I want to, I'll be discovered. I want to be on the Hollywood scene. I want to be a model. I want to be an actress. And they thought that, you know, they'd be at a diner serving somebody and it would be, you know, all of a sudden you would see uh, Roman Polanski. And he's like, man, you could, uh, you could really, you could really be a star. Do you have a daughter? Do you have a daughter? How oh old is your God. daughter? <laughs> uh, a little far? I don't think it was that far. Everyone knows Plansky's had like nothing but fucking pedo jokes this whole episode. <laughs> That's true. 
That's true. Uh, so when a man named Johnny Glynn called, uh, called her, offering as much as 50 bucks to pose for a cover of a pulp novel, she jumped at the opportunity. Because um, would, he would claim it was for detective magazines, you know, those Pulp Fiction-style magazines. And, uh, you know, they would go on. How much is 50 bucks in nowadays money? $450. What? That's, that's de- it's decent just for one photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, see, she posed for the cover of a pulp novel, and, like, you know, she, like, that's what, the, that's what he told her it was, and, um, you know, that's how he lured them in, saying, and, and this, I feel like there's another serial killer that did this exact same thing in, like, the fucking 80s. I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure there's somebody else that does the same thing, uh, you know, gets people to, uh, be like, oh, I'll take your picture, you know? I'm well, that's pr- a, oh, who is that? I can't, I don't know who that is off the top of my head, but that a lot of, uh, like, photographers yes. would be later discovered as creeps and shit because and it's like, oh, I have a camera and I can get access because it, it's that's all, that's all yeah. it took was a camera, a good, decent one, knowledge of how to develop shit and a, a basis understanding of yeah. photography as an art. And you can go up to anyone with them, stars in their eyes and be like, oh, can I do some photo shoots for you? Like, oh, yeah, yeah I work for this agency. And so like, you don't have the internet to back this shit up or check it out, so. Yeah, and then they often work at um, fucking uh, pageants. I'm sure there's gonna be some moms out there. Shaved. No, but it's it's true that don't fucking doll your yeah. Don't put child your fucking up. kids into child pageants. If it's you do, so you're an weird. idiot. You're a you're a fucking scum fuck. I'm sorry. It is so weird, and it's I'm sure if you know uh, Borat, you know, went undercover uh, on some sort of pageant thing, he would probably discover some fucked up shit. Yeah, just for the last time, let your fucking children be children. Okay, exactly. they don't need to be. They don't. You don't need to live your vicarious dreams through them. They are their own individual person. Exactamundo. So when Harvey Gladman arrived to pick her up, none of Dahl's roommates saw her in any danger. And you know, he's a small. Um, he's a, he's a weird looking dude. He's short. He's scrawny. He looks like a, a, a rat. So you know, they're you know like oh this nice this nice. Photographer, you know, he's not like this big, hulking, um, dangerous looking man. So it kind of allowed him to get away with maybe some of this, thus allowing him to lose his virginity at nine, 29. He lost his virginity at yeah, 29. How fucked is it that he loses his virginity in a rape? I don't think that counts. No. So, yeah. He if lost, this dude's only yeah. ever raped, then he's still a virgin. Yeah. So he did lose his virginity raping this woman, which is fucked up. And the fact that he was 29, she was 19, also pretty disturbing. And uh, yeah, so he drove her to uh, he drove her out to a, a secluded location in the Mojave Desert outside of Los Angeles, where he strangled her to death. It was there that Harvey Gladman would continue to take women, tie them up, sexually assault them, and finally murder. Yeah, them. strangulation was his preferred method as well. Yeah, and uh, it just seemed like it just once a lot of the times this happens, but well, once a, they get a taste for it, he's a process killer too. Like he's he's all about the whole the whole performance of it. Like in him, it was, you know, the, the, the lure and then yeah. the, the bondage. And like, he, I feel like BTK really liked this dude. Yeah. You know how BTK was a big fucking serial killer fanboy. He, yeah. He was in, he was into looking into all of them. And this was, um, what about, uh, 20 years, 15 years before BTK really started. Probably longer. Well, yeah. 20, yeah. 15, oh, way before that. Cause he was executed in 59. So I feel like BTK didn't start until. Yeah. And you know what? 60s? 60s into the 70s. I don't think you... And you but said, you know this was written about in, like, those, those fucking um, tabloid true crime pulps back yes. in the day, so I'm sure he had access to them. Yeah, and uh, BTK loved those magazines. 
but well, I mean, so so much of it is is reminiscent. Like the besides the binding and like you know, like he I don't think he was as wicked as BTK because BTK was like you know oh, taking yeah. it up the notch and, and torture and shit like that, but. It's still like making them beg for their lives and then strangling them. It's it's just horrible. Yeah, and BTK is a uh, is uh, fucked up, and we're eventually going to cover him. Anton has expressed that he does not want to uh, be in on that conversation, but no, I will. But I I want Billy to be in yes. with it as well. Billy will be there because he doesn't know shit, and I want to disturb Billy's brain. The reactions that it. that Billy gives whenever you know talking true crime. I think makes the episode. Yeah, because he goes in blind. He has no idea mm-hmm. who half these people are. Um, he's only heard of their names through me or something like, among those lines. Right. Because uh, Billy's too busy to working to think about anything else but himself. Uh, <laughs> so good for you, Billy. You go get it. You make that fucking money. <laughs> you go get it. You go prostitute yourself with cheeseburgers on the side of a highway. Because um, you're too. Skinny. Randy, are you out here prostituting again? <laughs> Man's got to eat. So uh, this is. Uh, I would kneel them down. With everyone is was the same, Glattman later told police. With the gun on them, I would tie this five-feet rope, piece of rope around their ankles. Then I would loop it around their necks. Then I would stand there and keep pulling until they quit struggling. Well, I think I you might have nailed it. I think that's the voice. Yes. Well, I masturbated. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it, that's a pretty brutal. You tie around the, and then keep like you stand up and like fucking pull on it, which is a pretty intense way. To uh to kill somebody, so she looks pretty scared. I don't know if that's when he she knew or when she didn't know. I I don't know. I think like that one is not nearly as bad as some of the other ones. We'll get into it. Yes. Like uh, the one. I didn't want to go too yeah. brutal because this is going to twitch while we're recording. Um, oh yeah, one of them you can't show either because the, uh, she's but- topless in it. Yeah, so I didn't want to show too uh, much of the brutal, the brutalization of these women. Uh, just the so I think pretty sure this was when he was taking the photos, when yeah. he was posing them for the magazines. So they had no idea yet. He's like, look scared, and then within ten minutes they were scared. When he starts unzipping his pants and be like, uh, you're tied pretty tight there. You ain't going anywhere. Well, they, uh, I mean, you know, he he started by waving the gun around during the shoots and stuff, and I, I'm sure he tried act to explain scared, it. Like, act scared, like, I'm not going to yeah, kill you, act scared. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucked up. So uh, Harvey Gladman took this photo of Julie right before he raped her. So this is the photo we're talking about. Strangled and left her body in the desert. Again, the same style. Harvey Gladman's next victim was Shirley Ann Bridge. 24, a divorced, a divorcee and a model, oh, they're often divorced, eh, uh, who he met through a Lonely Hearts ad using the uh, false name George Williams. So this would probably happen uh, a lot, right? Because women go to Hollywood, a man promises them w- the world, and maybe he's abusive or they just don't get along in some fashion because I feel like abuse was a little more run rampant in the 50s. The, we have all these stereotypes of, you know, the housewife working while the... F- Dad comes home uh, from work every day angry and takes it out on the kids and the wife. It didn't, mm-hmm. didn't always happen, but 20, 30% of the time, I bet it did. I bet it did. And then you have alcoholic fathers and stuff like that around this time because it it just wasn't shunned in society as it is today. You know, so. 
So obviously, uh, lonely heart. So it's you know taking advantage. Like it's like the classified ads uh, rapist that me and Juan talked about in Florida. Of course, he mm-hmm. was in Florida, but it's the same style of uh, Craigslist killer. Like yes. all the the preying on the weak. It's, it's what serial killers are known for. I know a buddy at work uh, wants to do the Craigslist killer. He finds it fascinating. He's like, yeah, you should come on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, well, we'll discuss it. I like keeping it consistent with my two best friends, uh, Billy and Anton, because you're my best friends. Uh, so obviously Gladman picked up uh, Bridgeford under the pretense of taking her to the dance. So you want to go to the dance, baby? Want to go? Go on to the prom night. So instead, he brought her back to his place where he tied her up, photographed and raped her before taking her to the desert where he killed her. He left her body unburied in the de- desert to be ravaged by animals and the wild desert wind. And yeah, this dude was just genuinely fucking awful. This looks like she is uh, scared. This looks like yeah. It's that real. that one looks like legit. She knows she knows something's wrong, something's yeah. real wrong. But she's in the fucking desert at that point, so you know, like, ugh. what's that? Uh, riding on the horse in a desert steed. Dun, dun. Is that who is that? Um, talking horse with no name by yeah. America. Yes, is that Neil Young? No, it's America. That's what it is. It's the name the of the band is America, yeah. I raped a chick, took a photography. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're supposed to be dark humor people. I'm never going to stop. Can't make me. <laughs> if only the jokes were funny. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so this photo showing um, Shirley and Bridge found, obviously bound and gagged, was taken by Harvey. Before then, he raped and strangled her. As he had with Dull, Glattman found his next victim, Ruth uh, Macirado. I think that's it. Makiradu. Uh, Makiradu? Makiradu? Sir. Ruth Makiradu. Makiradu. Mercado? Mercado? Is that it? Man, Mercado. Man. Ruth Mercado? Mercado. I swear, it yeah, says it's due at the end, so I'm like, Makiradu? There's an O at the end. Yeah, do D O is do. Do. Makara do do. Now I'm fucking you. She was also 24. Um, he found her through a model agency. When he arrived at her place for a planned photo shoot, he learned that she was feeling too ill to proceed. <coughs> I have COVID. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> I'm, uh, undeterred by this fact, he's like, whatever, I ain't scared of the goddamn flu. And, uh, Harvey Gladman returned to her house hours later. This time, uh, Harvey Gladman let himself in, raped her repeatedly at gunpoint throughout the night. And so he didn't even care. He's like, he n- found out where she lived. He offered the photo shoot. She was sick. And then he was like, all right. Blah, blah, this is, you know, I'll leave. You're not feeling that great. And then he comes back later and then just breaks in and uh, rapes her, which is pretty awful. Yeah, nothing nothing that uh, Harvey Gletman has done has ever been anything but awful. Yeah, this guy I don't, is, I don't uh, care if scum. he helped an old lady cross the, cross the street with her groceries. It was still awful. Pure, pure scum. So, yeah, he, he uh, yeah, repeatedly, he, like, raped her throughout the night, uh, holding her at gunpoint. Um, so pretty crazy. And, uh, this is a photo of, uh, her. She's bound and gagged, tied up, pretty fucked up shit. She actually looks dead at that point. So maybe don't show that for too long. And, uh, so in the morning, Harvey forced her to walk out to his car and then drove her to the desert where he killed her in his usual manner. 
She was uh, one I really liked, uh, so I told her we were going out to the desert spot where we wouldn't be bothered, where I could just maybe take more pictures. Gladman later revealed during his inauguration. Was he? Interrogation. <laughs> it's like he's going to be president. Gladman. Cringe, cringe. <laughs> Gladman later revealed during his interrogation. We uh, drove out to uh, the Escondido district and spent most of the day out in the desert. I took a lot more pictures and tried and tried to figure out how I could keep uh, from killing her but I couldn't come up with any answers. It's like how could how could I not uh, how can I not kill her? How do I get away with this without her um, telling on me and rat me out? It's very fucked up. Very strange. Uh, he, I doubted. He probably said that to the cops. He's like well I want to keep her but uh, I don't know how to, how would I keep her though? Make her into a yeah. wax museum. Yeah, I mean, this dude wasn't uh, proficient in anything other than apparently, you know, rape and murder, so... Yeah, he probably... He would know uh, how to preserve a body. His intelligence wasn't that high, probably. I bet Richard No, he just smarter. seems like a really fucked up dude. Yeah. But there's also not a ton of information on him. No, there's not. That's why um, when we get into some of the... When we're, as we're talking about going forward into these serial killers uh, from the 50s and the 60s and stuff like that, there won't be as much detail in the case... Uh, sometimes, as there is obviously with how detailed and gruesome and fucked up you get into the nitty-gritty details when you're talking about people like Jeffrey Dahmer um, or big cases of these big-time men, these big-time serial killers, uh, and how deeply the research went into these people that became like archetypes of fucking society in the you know 80s and 90s. Disgusting, uh, fucked-up archetype, but you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not as though he was really interviewed all that much either. He just, no. you know, took them to... Once everything was done, I think he was just kind of fast-tracked to death row. Yes. Because he was executed a year after he fucking, like... Yeah, he he's was like, convicted. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm done Or apprehended, life. I mean. So, uh... Yeah, so Gladman attempted to continue with his uh, M.O., his mo uh, modus of operandi, and was uh, fooled... Foiled. He was fooled and foiled uh, when he chose the wrong victim... 28-year-old Lauren Vi uh, Vigil. Vigil. This bad bitch. She yeah. fucking whooped his ass. Good for her. I know. Lorraine Vigil uh, had just registered with the model agency when she was contacted by Glattman for a photo shoot. She got into the car with him and was worried until he... It was not worried until he started driving in the opposite direction of Hollywood. You I, know what's fucked up is yeah. that... She, uh, so the modeling agency that she was a part of, Gladman worked for, and um, he had originally intended to kill the head of the modeling agency. Wow, really? I didn't know that. Yep. yep That's uh, fucked up. But she uh, did not like him, and she was like, man, this dude's kind of fucking weird and murdery. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go for this shoot, because she was also a model. Yeah. And then she sent her instead. Here, you can take my place. He creeps me out. If you get yep. murdered, then I'll know. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's uh, not one of the greatest-looking models, but I guess for 50 standards... What are you talking about? Right. She's pretty. All right, I don't know. I don't know. Put her to the moon. Right to the moon! All right, so, uh, I did... Uh, okay, how... How did but not unfortunately, she has that name Lorraine, so... Yeah, what? You know, she uh, she has that name Lorraine, like that, that ba fucking yeah. fraudulent bitch. Lorraine, uh, fucking Babbitt? Babbitt? Lorraine Warren. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about fucking Bobbit. No, 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 Cutting no. Off the I'm cocks. talking about Lorraine fucking Warren. Should we, t should we? I think we should have for a Patreon episode. 
Let's talk about Bobbits. Uh, let's talk the, about the, the snippy snippy. <laughs> yeah, cut off the guy's dick and threw it in a fucking uh, meat dispenser or meat. And uh, then he did a. Uh, he didn't do it. In a, she threw it in a field. What are you talking oh, about? Oh yeah, I feel like there. Oh, there was another news story, and the chick cut off his cock and then put it down a garbage disposal. Oh. I know. Yeah. So we had to watch it happen. Yeah, because uh, we'll get into Lorraine Bobbit or Bo- Bobbit, whatever how you pronounce her name, because people say it differently. Uh, I've maybe that'll be a Patreon episode, so make sure to jump on there because uh, it is pretty weird and it's an interesting case enough. But I just think it's funny when the cops are trying to look for his cock in the fucking <laughs> tall grass. Well, he got it it's reattached and then did a porno later. So fucked up. Yeah, we'll get yeah. into that later on in another episode. So, uh, yeah, she, she's like, I, I did not become alarmed, however, until we entered the Santa Ana freeway and he was driving at tremendous speeds. He wouldn't answer my question and he wouldn't even look at me, Lorraine uh, later said. Yeah, so. <laughs> then Glattman uh, claimed his car had a flat tire, pulled over on the side of the road. Once the car was parked, Glattman pulled out his gun on Lorraine and tried to tie her up. But Lorraine, however, was able to grab the gun by the muzzle, tried to wrestle it from Harvey Glattman. He then tried to convince her if she, uh, if she let go, he would not kill her. I won't kill you. Just let go of the gun, please. I will not kill you. I will not kill you. Yep. And uh, as they fought over the gun, Gladman accidentally fired a bullet that actually passed through Lorraine's skirt, grazing her thigh. So she got very close, but uh, no cigar on his end. At the point that Lorraine uh, bit Gladman's hand, smart chick, that's what I'm saying, fight back. And was able Leave to get a hold of the fucking gun. fucking evidence. Yes. You, you could be, especially here, Scratch, here's, a, here's, a fun, here's a fun tip for all of you out there. Uh, you know what's not illegal to carry in your car and works way better than pepper spray? Wasp spray. Yeah. So get true. that foaming wasp spray. You have 20 feet between you and them. Yes. And uh, here's a fun, another fun fact. You can't wash that out. You have to go to the hospital where they have to do some shit. So when yeah. the cops ask you, who is your attacker? You're like, it's the motherfucker who's uh, is currently in the hospital getting his eyes flushed out for wasp shit. There's so. a good tip. Ladies, don't get raped. Stay safe. Uh, so police, uh, she uh, had him at gunpoint, obviously, and held him there until the police came. She literally... Wrestled out his hand, pointed the gun at her, uh, him, and was like, you're fucking... And he was like, no, please don't fucking kill me! And he cried like a little bitch he was. So she pointed at him, and Gladman held the... Uh, she, and she held him there until police got there, likely alerted by passing motorists that arrived on the scene. Police arrest him for assault, at which point he was willingly... Um, and to admit, pretty much, to his previous three murders, he kind of just confessed and was like, well, the jig is up. Um, this is kind of it. I'm doomed. He eventually led police to a toolbox that contained pictures of hundreds of women that he had molested, as well as the three victims. Hundreds of women that yeah, he, he held and uh, held captive. The motherfucker was caught red-handed with, yeah. with a mountain of evidence against him. Maybe yeah. that's why he was just like, I'm just not even going to fight yeah. this. And the thing is, like we say, right, serial killers take... Um, trophies, and this was mm-hmm. his hundreds of photos of women, uh, which is pretty crazy. And he spoke openly about his crimes to law enforcement because he knew he was done. He probably was uh, reveling in in it. You know what I mean? Like he enjoyed thinking about it much as every other serial killer. Uh, yeah. when, when he was put on trial for his crimes, Glattman pled guilty and were repeatedly requested that he be given the death penalty. Just fucking kill me. I want to die. Get this over with. And even attempted to stop the automatic 
appeal given to all death penalty cases in California. So no, I believe he did stop it. He just he just completely waived his right to it and was like, nope. Yeah, which even the judge was like, I remember, like in the doc I was watching, they're like, are you sure? You sure you want to do this? And he's like, yeah, like just kill me. I'm, I've had enough. But it seemed like he had a really rough life. Mm-hmm. Um, being teased and and obviously then you have an inferiority complex where you have to um, you because you were bullied and treated like shit and made fun of and humiliated to an extent you want to do that to other people and this happens that's, a lot with serial killers. Yeah, all with serial killers. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not that's not the case either. It's like you know there are plenty of people that have been bullied that just basically go the opposite way where they're like I don't want anyone to ever have to deal with that because yeah, that's bullshit. Look at Bill Gates, man. He's like a great guy. Philanthropist gives money to tons of people. You know, it really no, man, helps Bill Gates out wasn't the population. Bullied enough. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, he wants the population to succeed and grow, and all of us to be super healthy. You know what? He gives African people really great medicine that doesn't kill them or harm their children or cause son- tons of uh, maldeformities. No, that's uh, he's a good guy. Don't worry about that. Yeah, bullying is one of those things that it's, it's really bad, but uh, it can also be constructive because if you are in school and, you know, you know somebody that goes around and really, really, really believes that they're a wolf, maybe <laughs> let them know that they're being kind of fucking weird. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe help bring them back to reality a little bit and be like, hey, man, let's go okay. hang out. You're not a... You're not a wolf, dude. I'm sorry. You're not. You're not. You're just you're not. not. You're 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 a person, but you know. And then they grew up to it's be. It's cool furries. that you want to be like, man. <laughs> fucking work that into your personality. But get really into wolves, but you're not. A, not a fucking wolf, dude. Now they have a whole convention for people like that. Oh, furries do their own thing. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're an adult and consenting age, I don't exactly. give a fuck. Exactly. That's what I'm just joking. But yeah, everybody love everybody. And uh... but yeah, but but please know the rest <laughs> of us think it's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. So uh, then, um, obviously, he's put on his crime. He was asked for the death uh, sentence. So ultimately, Harvey Gladman was killed in the gas chamber at Sam Quentin State Prison on uh, September 18th, 1959, bringing his horrifying killing spree to an end. Do you think cyanide gas is a terrible way to go, or do you think it's quick? Um, ask the Jews. Uh, I, I Hopefully it's quick. Wow! <laughs> but you're not wrong, though, because yeah. it was the pretty more or less the same fucking chemical that um, was used in the gas wh- chamber. What was it called? Uh, Zyklon B. Zyklon B, yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's a cyanide gas compound. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Suffocating seems kind of nice. I don't know. There's There's got to be better... Uh, Better. I don't know. Drowning is supposed to be one of the most painful ways to go, other than like a gunshot wound to the stomach. I thought it was. I keep hearing it's peaceful, and Billy's like, "No, your lungs fill up, and like it's supposed well, to be extremely, extraordinarily out. painful." No, dying of uh, hypothermia is supposed to be. So, would you rather be burnt alive in a fire slowly or drown to death? Um, you don't usually die from being burnt alive. You usually die from smoke inhalation. What would you rather have? I'd say drowning. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to ask a drowned victim when I die, and I'm going to be like, how did, how did, how did, I'm going to, I'm going to, when we go down, I'll pull out the Ouija board, and we'll go to next to a lake that we know people have drowned in, and then so we'll So we're just going to go to Niagara Falls where yeah. people commit suicide there all the time and yeah, just use a Ouija board? I'm good. I don't need nothing following me home. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to let you do that, and I'm just going to stand and draw a nice little protective circle around myself and chill here, at like, like 20 feet away from you. Be like, have all right, to, I'll film. Yeah. I'll film. I still want to bring my Ouija boards down to Buffalo, and I want to fucking no. Uh, do it. I got, I'll bring my tarot cards and shit, and we'll we'll do something. We'll do something fun and crazy. We're gonna get somewhere. some attached to us, but I hope it's a reptilian, so uh, I can give me shape shifting powers. 
Nah, there's there's enough techniques we can use to make sure that nothing follows us back. So yeah, honestly, there's we're gonna be getting into some the big time men eventually, but I'm you know we're kind of just as we get into you know we're in our 200 episodes in once we start getting you know we're building up everything at Strange Brew into bigger, better, uh, more strange content than we've ever done before. So it's all leading up to um, you know strangeness that is is to come. And I'm excited. You should be excited because we have a lot of things on the way, especially for even the Patreon, for live streams. We got a bunch of ideas. Um, you know, you might even see me and just Anton do some live streams for fun for you guys. But uh, the plan is to have me, Anton, and Billy to do some too also and talk about specific topics. But, yeah, make sure to uh, check out the Patreon. If you are a fan of us, literally the best way to support us is buy merch, uh, rep that shit, and like I said, we said it the cheapest as we could. It is, especially if you're from the States, um, you get pretty good deals. Canada, we're about two bucks more uh, considering the exchange rate, but you can get an $18 t-shirt from the site and stuff like that. It's only $15 shipping. The new merch uh, design is up. It looks awesome. I just ordered a shirt and a poster uh, for the dry corner I have in my room. I need something, and I'm going to pop up the new poster. It's going to look dope. So, uh, yeah, make sure, you know, that's the way to support us because we have a lot of stuff coming for the Patreon that's going to be a lot of fun for you guys in your ear holes and your eye holes. Yeah, there's also uh, an afterpay option if you guys get something and you're like, oh, I don't have all that money I want to drop right now. Hmm. Uh, so it'll let you split it up into like four or five. That's what I did yes. with the flags. Cause yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's good too. They, the fact they do you allow you to do that, where you can pay eight bucks for three months and stuff like that, or whatever. It yeah, is, I love the months. I love the paying for shit. It's pretty it's cool. Like, oh, okay, I can get stuff that I want and you know make uh, silly purchases. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, jump over Patreon. I only get a month purchase. I only get one online purchase a month, so I spent mine. <laughs> Yeah, make sure to tune into us streaming too, because you can follow us at Strange Brew TTV. Anton's doing really well on Twitch. Uh, we're just getting up there. We have like 40 followers or something like that. So we are just kind of getting up there. And you know what? It's probably because it we're. Um I'm, not, I'm gaming not that consistently, you know, at least once or twice a week I try to get on, play some horror games with Anton, or I play a very scary game called At Dead of Night where you can see me smash my face with the mic, as I've said before. It is now Tom on. has a thing with smacking himself yeah. in the face with microphones because he did it on the St. Paddy's Day special as well, which yes. is available on Patreon. Oh, yeah, I, I fell on the St. Pa- at the end. I thought the stream was turned off, and it wasn't, and I fell over pretty hardcore. So you can check out that on Patreon. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, you'll see it coming soon. The second part of that dead of night, and I'm gonna include the mic microphone smack to my face with that uh, one. So you'll get me playing this entire game because it is a really interesting, fucked up game, and it's like a movie. It's literally designed to be like a jump scare movie. So make mm-hmm. sure to check that out and follow fucking Antonio. Invader Daggett underscore TTV, folks, come hang out, come say hi, hang out with me, man. Smoke some weed. I got my bong. Come on, man. Come yes. On, and I think that we will be diving into some uh, alien and UFO cases very soon. And so, oh, thank God, I need yes. a break from the murder. Yes, we do. So we'll definitely, uh, we're definitely, you'll hear it soon that we'll be talking about some aliens, probably back to some cryptids. We have many ideas on the docket. We have lots of fun things for you guys coming. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, stay strange. Stay strange.
Savage. 